Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Tuesday morning here, and we have Alexia Clark visiting us, and she's the queen of workouts. Uh, if you guys do not know Alexia, just type it in on Instagram. You'll find her alone. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, her and I have known each other for quite some time. We've traveled all around America together doing various things with whether it be Reebok or Men's Health, and she's also local here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, so we thought we'd bring her on, especially for you guys who know what she's about and what she does, and we'll get a little insight into her, her story, you know, how she does what she does, and take her through our 21 question series. So without further delay, Alexia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You got it, this. man. <laughs> so we'll do this real quick. Um, if you want to give these guys, uh, maybe, you know, if it's backstory stuff, um, if it's where you grew up, college-wise, how you got into fitness or anything you want to share, um, I think these people will dig it for sure. Yeah, so I'm actually from Arizona. I was born and raised here, and um, I went to really small schools in middle school and high school, and I was always into sports. I always played on the sports teams, um, and then I went to ASU, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to play on any sports teams there, but I got into working out and going to the gym, and I just really, really, really loved that. Um, I ended up graduating from Arizona State University with a communications degree and went into marketing, and I liked that job, but I just wasn't passionate about it at all. And um, I ended up leaving there, long story short, and became a personal trainer and just really had so much passion for seeing how fitness was able to change in not only my life, but seeing it, the change in everyone else's life around me, um, not just in the physical way, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of those ways were just so amazing. So. I mean, that's kind of the short version of it. <laughs> no, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And so you started in a gym, just like training people, clients day to day, the normal stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I um, After I left marketing, I got certified and I just did personal training one-on-one -on -one in small groups or buddy training. And I did that for a long time and uh, I started, you know, doing some things online and um you know, Instagram came out and I was sharing my exercises with like my friends and just the small people that were following me on there and it just kind of snowballed. It kind of blew up as they say. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, so for now, do you still train people in person now? Um, in person, I don't train people in person. All of my clients are online. Nice. And so like run us through like what a typical day looks like for you in terms of if it's your own personal fitness mm -hmm. or working with the people that you work with on the internet and kind of the, the scope of that. Yeah, I mean, I wake up pretty early. I wake up anywhere between like 4.30 and 5.30. And the first thing that I do is I get on to check on um, my clients and the queen team and see how everybody's doing, seeing if anybody has any questions about the workout that day. Um, every single day, um, the queen team and I, we all do the same workout. So I'm uh, there with them every step of the way in every single workout. And um, so I wake up, I spend a few hours. Um, <laughs> you're taking a picture of me we're right on, we're now. On in, we're on Instagram right now. <laughs> we're Instagramming this. So if you guys read my story, you'll see Jamie here as well. And Alexia right across from me. Everything's in real time. Yeah, here. I got all distracted. So. Um, I also have dogs, so after I you know, spend a couple hours um, answering emails, answering DMs on Instagram, I take care of my dogs, and um, they're very needy, especially Roxy. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen Roxy um, on my Instagram, for those of you who follow me, but then I'll go to the gym, I do um, the workout for that day, and I film... Um, videos to post up on Instagram and anytime like anybody wants a tutorial or something like that I film that to um, give people different tips and then I end up going back onto the computer to program to answer more questions I have meetings that I um, have to have calls on or go to and then on top of that it's all the errands of grocery shopping taking care of you know the dogs in the evening and you know all that stuff Real adulting. Is what Real, we call yeah, adults, adult life. So, to answer one of the questions we got from uh, Instagram specifically, yeah. do you actually do you actually do the workouts that you share, or are those just things you post for other people? Yeah. So, the workouts that I post on on my Instagram story are the workouts that I do, and that's the workouts that the Queen Team does. So, you'll if you watch my story every day, I post um, the first circuit of the workout that day, and then 
Um, there's other circuits that you can do if you want to swipe up and get those. And then the posts that I do um, are a mixture of different exercises or different like burnouts that are on the queen team workouts and then it's also just some creative things um that i want to post to let you guys have whether that's you know if you're at the gym i know today i posted a workout that's just using a bench so if you go to the gym and it's packed um you can go on there and you can see different workouts that um, are just using one piece of equipment nice man i dig it so it's a it's a it's a real job it's a full-time gig yeah. that you have going on <laughs> Because I think sometimes people think that if you're on the internet, sometimes it's easier than actually coaching people in person. And I would say, because we do the hybrid here, I think it is actually harder on the internet to make the connection and be at scale and touch so many people because you do have a bigger responsibility. And the fact of like, has your Instagram has grown and the social media presence has grown, it is work. Like it is a job for you. You don't just bullshit it and then you get a million people to follow you, right? Right. You know, I think a lot of times people think, oh, you just post something and then, you know, it's easy. But I think a lot of what um, is, you know, overlooked is the interaction that you have each and every day and the relationships that you build online. Um, I say all the time, I'm just so blown away by the friendships that I've seen um, built through my queen team um, on Instagram and seeing how, you know, I see girls sending each other flowers who have never met in person before, but they've built this friendship online. Um, and, you know, the, the engagement and the interaction that you have with your online clients is huge. Which is pretty cool, too, to, to make a connection with people that you've never touched, never talked to in person or never seen, and yet they feel like you're almost like really good friends with them, which is kind of a unique. Right. And I, and I remember this, too, like, where were we at? Like, even before this, like, and I think sometimes people think like this shit happens overnight, like it's super fast, like, oh, Alexi just showed up, she posted four times on Instagram, and then, you know, half a million people, a million people were on there, which is not the case, because I think like if we go way back, I'm super old, Alexi is not nearly <laughs> as old as me, I go, but like when we really had it, like when you and I are trading, when you're still coaching people, and I'm sending you like a couple people to maybe coach, maybe your Instagram's 5,000, 6,000 people at that point, and then we sat in a meeting at Reebok, mm -hmm. like in Palm Springs, and I think you had like maybe 70,000 people, 80,000 yeah. 80, people, give or take. Right. And it, it takes a long time to, to get that much distribution and to mm -hmm. see that many people. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Kind of crazy to see yeah. kind of all come to life, but very yeah. cool on the same note. Yeah. So let's do this. We'll go into our 21 question series here. Um, you guys are familiar with it. Um, we'll have her rattle these off and we'll see what, uh, what we come out with. So number one, worst workout you've ever done, or at least in, in recent memory. Yeah, this, this question, I've had to think really hard about this one because I think when you think of worst workout that you've ever done is like the hardest one, but I actually end up loving the hardest workouts that I ever do. It just, at the end, when you're done with a hard workout, you just feel like you've accomplished so much. So worst workout that I've ever done would have to be when I'm freezing cold. I had to film a workout in California, which everybody's gonna think that I'm a huge wuss because California isn't that cold, but it was in December and it was pouring rain and it was windy and I was on a cliff and I had to work out, um, you know, in workout clothes. So like cropped uh, leggings and a sports bra. And I did not think that I was gonna be able to do it. I, I <laughs> when I'm cold, I just shut down. My body shuts down, my mind shuts down. <laughs> I just can't, I can't handle the cold. And you're already there on camera, so there's really no choice at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do it. I hear that. I thought you were... I'm not going to say the piece of fitness equipment that yeah. I've seen you use, <laughs> but I was almost going to... Won't, I won't blast this on the internet, but there's there's some footage out there of Alexia working on some, <laughs> some certain fitness equipment things that are... <laughs> that was second worst. <laughs> yes. Not super uh, fun and amazing. All right. Let's do the next one. Uh, number two. If we finish the interview, you step outside, they find a lottery ticket, mm -hmm. 50 million bucks, what would you do with it? Um, I would think it was fake, honestly. Um, <laughs> if it happened to be real, there's some, some magic. Like, it just, that was your day. I mean, when I... I'm, 50 million is a lot. Like, it it's is 5 a million, lot. and that's still a lot, but like 50 is a shitload of money. It that's is a lot of money. And something that I've always really wanted to do is start a foundation for kids. Ever since I was in high school, I've really, really wanted to do something for kids, whether that be... Um, you know, donating it to a foundation or starting a foundation of my own, I would probably want to start a foundation of my own because I want to, I want to see where the money goes, you know, and I want to make sure that it goes to the right people and the people who need it. But, um, that's, that's honestly what I would do with it. I know it sounds, sounds like a 
typical answer. No, but. <laughs> yours, yours, was, yours was good. Tommy Baker's was good. BJ and mine was like basically go to like the NBA finals games and like hang out with our friends and shit. Like, and then like after like five minutes, we're like, oh yeah, and donate some money too. Like, it's very. Mine was selfish. I'll admit it. Uh, all right, number three, greatest album of all time. Oh, Whether that's from your childhood, recently, whatever the. If you only, and I guess the way I, we preface it is like, if you were on a desert island or trapped somewhere, and you can only have one. I'm old, so I'll say CDs here. Yeah. That you could have with you. Would, what CD would that be? Probably now five. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You don't know now five? No. That was a CD. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's just like, a like band or now hits. No, it's like oh the God. hits of like. I don't know. Like you pick the a year. You pick a year. Like what year would it be? Two thousand six. No, it would have been probably like I don't know. What was now, Jamie? What was now five? It was probably. So it's like, it's like the fifteen hottest songs, basically. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. I really don't know. Like the thing about albums is, I have to have a mix album because. If I just pick one artist, there's songs on there that I just really don't like. Who's and then like there's... your favorite? If you only had one person you could listen to, who would that be? Myself sing. <laughs> it came out in 2000. 2000. No, so what five. is that? Like Soldier Boy and shit like that? No, it's like Destiny's Child, NSYNC. <laughs> okay, yeah, Destiny's Child, NSYNC. Okay, oh, I, I would take NSYNC's Christmas album. That's what I would take God. on an album. It's weird because my wife like listens to that too. She watches Hallmark. She listens to that and like Mariah Carey Christmas. It just drives me insane. But I would I definitely take NSYNC's Christmas album hands down. That's I the best album. I'll put that down. I can do that. <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, we asked this of everybody: In and Out or Five Guys? If you had to pick one or the other. Five Guys. Their French fries that is are true. the best. You do plain or Cajun? Cajun. So do I. The real deal. I can know with that. I like I like both uniquely for what they are. Yeah. But I dig the fries at Five Guys. 100. <laughs> Uh, number five, what were you like in high school? Same, different, somewhere in between? Um, well, I mean, like I said, I played sports in high school, and I was probably the most competitive person that I've met. <laughs> um, I, was, I was really competitive as far as sports are concerned. Um, when I was a junior in high school, I was the social vice president, so I planned a lot of the social events and Things like that. Um, granted, I went to a very small high school. Like my graduating class was, I think, under thirty people. My Whoa. senior class. So that's a real deal. It was a very small school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say I'm pretty much the same as I was in high school. Nice. Pretty close to it. Just a little fitter now. Yeah. A different, different level of fitness. Yeah. I'd say I dig that. Let's do number six. All-time favorite TV series. Hmm. Twenty-four is really good. It's or like, it was good. It basically like it's a... I never saw it. Like, you never saw 24? No, dude, I'm old as shit. Is that like a cool thing? It's like... A, it's like 24 a, is not... 24 is know, like but, a new thing. But at that time, like I was probably already like working for real. And so like I didn't watch... <laughs> like So here's the thing. Like, I'll always say The Office like is my favorite. Yeah. But it's retroactive. Like I didn't watch The Office in real time. Like I watch mm -hmm. it now like before I go to sleep or whatever. Like a binge watch it all. Yeah. But well, 24 can, is like... It's a whole day spanned out, right? Is that how it works? It's a... Well, it's 24 hours in... It, it's an an hour episode yeah. so yeah but you could binge watch it now because they have so many episodes but i love 24 i loved prison break when that was out i did see prison break prison break's good That's blacklist is my new addiction blacklist is good. i've seen like probably the first like two or three seasons of it i think yeah blacklist is i'm addicted to that and i was addicted to damages when that was out too that was a good show i've heard that's good too yeah there's some dude i don't talk to anybody who watches tv ever and I never like will bring it up except like BJ will message yeah. me like I just watched um, Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix. That oh, sounds man. like something I don't want to oh, watch. Man, no, <laughs> it'll fuck you up, dude. Like no, for real. Like if you guys are listening out there and you have Netflix, it's like just watch it in like about 22, 23 minutes in. Text me when you watch it, and just I just want to hear what you have to say. Like because I was twenty two minutes in and I text him like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like I literally was like mind blown. He said that one in the what's the other one, the Fry, where it's like that festival that mm -hmm. never really happened. Like he said, that's there's one on Hulu and Netflix. Fire. Fire. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's like basically like all the influencers are supposed mm. to go and show up and they show up and it's like tents of shit and like mattresses and like basically ham and cheese sandwiches and it was supposed to be like a five-star retreat. But like basically like the people like, uh, I don't want to blast them on Instagram, but like the guys who are pushing it like end up going to prison. It's a really crazy story anyways. Wow. Um, I'd watch that. That and... Abducted in plain sight. I'm, not I'm telling watch you, it will change. It will. It'll mess you up. It'll have a hard time sleeping. I am already. I'm already like paranoid about that kind of stuff. This is more. Well, yeah, this will creep you out too. It really <laughs> will. I'm sorry. 
Um, all right, where am I at here? Number seven. Let's do worst job worst you've ever job. had. Um, I was talking about this the other day. It wasn't necessarily like a terrible job, but I just wasn't very good at it. I worked at a baby store um, at the same time that I started out training because when I started out training, I didn't have a ton of clients. And uh, so... I got another job and I worked at a baby store and I chose a baby store because I knew I wouldn't spend the money that I made there because I don't have a baby. A baby yeah. <laughs> or it was to be really creepy if you did. Right. Yeah, so, sure. um, so I worked at a baby store and it was the reason it was so bad is just because I knew nothing about babies. I had, I didn't know how to answer any questions except what were the cool toys in the store. But as far as any serious questions, I, I couldn't help anyone. <laughs> and so it was like a high school job, college job? Um, yeah, I worked there when I was 21. Nice, dude. <laughs> nice. I, I didn't learn anything about babies when I was there either. So No, I always say like I used to, I washed dishes and it probably wasn't the worst, but I used to sell these things called sturdy steps. Yeah. Like I was in college. Like I came back like for the first summer from school and I'm like, we are broke as shit, so I have no money. Mm-hmm. And so I get this job. It's basically cold calling. Like, um machine repair shops like you know your napa places but the local mom and pop ones mm-hmm. so you're cold calling these people who don't want you to call them and you're trying to sell them this thing called a sturdy step which is basically just like a baby step to get up on a truck that would like hold your tool belt too mm-hmm. so you could work on a truck and so we would try to con them into buying it and ship it to them and i probably got hung up on like 95 percent of the time it's very demoralizing for a young man um <laughs> to, to build any confidence whatsoever so <laughs> that bet. was on my list for sure uh <laughs> number eight let's go what inspires you to live the fitness life or to be healthy or to do the things you do every day? Not just, you know, it's a business and to make money and that stuff, but there's a lot of things we can do to make money. Mm-hmm. But like, why would you go to this level of it? Because you are extremely fit, you know, like what, and I would say like what we do is not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, normal people don't, that don't look like unicorns, like freak shows. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why you're probably a unicorn. I'd be a freak show. <laughs> I go, but that, but, that, but I'm serious though, in terms of like how much we train and how right. we eat and how diligent you are, like what makes you take it to that level and why do you feel the need to do it? Honestly, you know, it's kind of like what I said at the beginning. It's, it was so amazing to see how like living a fitness lifestyle made a difference in so many aspects of my life that I wanted to share that with as many people as I could. Um, the reason that I took it to this level is because I wanted to reach as many people as I could with it. So I tried to share it and I try to share it as much as I can through, you know, Instagram and Facebook and on the internet. Um, that's really what inspires me. It's not just like the physical look of, of what fitness does, but the difference that it makes in every other aspect. The look is just a byproduct of actually eating a certain way, training a certain way, taking care of yourself. And you just happen to, you know, look the part because of it, which is kind of cool. Right. I dig that, man. Oh, let's do this one. Number nine. I'll go two ways with this. Okay. Um, biggest fitness mistake you made when starting out in terms of, you know, if it's your training, your eating, maybe sleep mm-hmm. or drinking. And then uh, if you want to even tie it into maybe as you're, you know, starting your own business in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, training people or on the internet, if there's a mistake or two you made in either one, mm-hmm. share away. Biggest fitness mistake as far as my own, like, training and eating? Is- so, like, let's say, like, where, like, when Nikki came on, she's mm-hmm. like, you know, and I don't want to say the typical female because it's not right, right. But if I'm generally speaking, and I've done, guys, I've done this for over a decade. Mm-hmm. Women sometimes are scared to pick up heavy shit. Mm-hmm. They just are. They think they'll look like dudes, and it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And so Nikki would say, like, she would get on the treadmill and run for two hours and then eat minimal food and think that that would get her the results right, she right. wants. And then when you see her, obviously, you know she's a freak, too. And so it's like she does have the, you know, the strength to perform. Mm-hmm. So that was hers, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I would basically say that I think that the biggest mistake that I ever made is focusing on one area you know like my legs were the hardest thing to ever get toned like and I just it would drive me absolutely crazy like I would try to do a zillion things to get them to where I wanted them to be and uh, when I stopped worrying about that that's when it actually happened and I think that a lot of times when we only focus on the things that we don't like about ourselves our mind blocks us from actually being able to change that so I think that when you can just you know focus on the good things that exercise is doing for you and the good things that you're doing each and every day then you'll see the other things start to change too 
100%. And I think that's true for a lot of you guys listening where, and we all do this, we, we look in the mirror and we stare at the two or three things that we fucking hate about ourselves, but we magnify it and we do it thousands and thousands of times over the course of, you know, months and years. And even if you guys do become fit or you do make a change, if you don't change how you see it in the mirror in your crazy ass brain, you really will never feel fulfilled even when you get there and do mm-hmm. it. And I think a lot of people do that. And I'll say this, there's a lot of women, and maybe you went through this too, where you will dress a certain way to hide certain body parts or do things because so mm-hmm. you, you don't want to show them or you don't want people to see them. And so we become self-conscious of it, which just plays into it. So mm-hmm. to your point, if you can stop obsessing about it, I think it uh, is a huge game changer. Right. Let's do number 10, greatest hip-hop artist of all time. We're talking <laughs> rapper here. So whatever you think, it works. <laughs> You have to have one. Um, I don't know. Insync doesn't count, so anything <laughs> outside of that, I'm count. cool. Oh man. Or who do you listen to now? I listen to like G Easy now, and I listen to Cardi B, and I listen to who else do I listen to? I used to like Post Malone. Post Malone. Is he considered a rapper? He is. He's something else, yeah. He's different. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's considered a different kind of rapper. I can get down with those. <laughs> Cardi B spits too pretty hard. Like that works for me. It's all the new school stuff. I always I'm old school. I always say Tupac because I grew up on it, but I'm not surprised. That's kind of the original. Let's do uh number eleven here. Okay. Um if there's any supplements that you recommend people to take, if there's a top three that you take, or mm-hmm. whether that be vitamins, minerals, and again, it doesn't have to be performance-based. Right. And that's typically what we preach to people. A lot of the performance ones, no offense to anybody, um, you'd be better off spending your money probably on other things. Some of them do have a benefit if you're eating right, sleeping right, and living your life right. But I think mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, how your hair, skin, nails grow, anything like that that you take that you find beneficial to, A, whether, you know, how you look, move, or feel, mm-hmm. any of the three. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to encourage people to try to get you know, as many nutrients from what they eat as they can. Um, but Which is it, a struggle. Yeah, okay. it's a huge struggle, especially with, you know, if you, when you have a full-time job and a family and everything. It's really, really hard to get everything in. But um, I think collagen is a really great thing to take, especially, you know, for skin and hair and nails and everything like that. Um, it also is a good source of protein. Um, also, turmeric and ginger, I've... I like taking those when I'm sick or if I'm like really, I actually like feeling sore, but a lot of people don't like feeling sore, but um, turmeric and ginger are really great um, to take uh, if you feel sore or tired or if you feel like you're getting sick. And then third, uh, I would, I would probably say like, um, I don't even know. I mean, those work. When you take your, when you do ginger, yeah, I do a cold pressed, cold pressed. Okay, but like, you could take a pill, I guess. Or you can eat, eat it too. Yeah, I love eating ginger. Yeah, like when we go do, and it's weird. My wife is like almost creepy with it. Like we'll go do sushi, which is just it's so much. I'm like, it seems like strange you eat that much. But like you know, like we'll get like every because every time you do rolls, right? Like you go to like a real sushi place. Like if you yeah. go to Roy's or like Hillstone, just dope too. Yeah, they'll bring you like five rolls because I'm a fat ass when I'm there, so I eat like five or six different rolls. And they'll bring you all the wasabi, but all the huge piles of ginger, too. And what she does is she asks for extra ginger off top of that and then eats all, like, the six piles and the extra one, too, at one time. And I'm like, it really kind of bugs me out. I mean, it's good. But I'm like, is it really that good? <laughs> it's so good. I do, I do the same thing. They do say for upset stomach, though, too. Um, ginger is really good, yeah. And for the turmeric, you do it the same way? Yeah. Nice, too. Mm-hmm. Do you go somewhere to do it? You do it at home? I no, I buy them. I go to Whole Foods sells like these. They're called Core K O R shots. I've seen those. Yeah. yeah, they make ones, and they also make um, something that I've found that's new is sea buckthorn. What is that? It's like it's another shot that the Core people make, but it's really good. It has like the highest um, antioxidant. Um, I don't even know what it's called. Like the like per shot, it's just packed full of antioxidants. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Anything else you take at all? Before in the morning, at night, before you go to sleep? Multivitamin. Nice dude. Mm-hmm. Keep it pretty simple. Yeah. So food is the key, is what Yeah, we're I think food is key. If you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Which for most of you guys I know it's a struggle. So the best you can do works. Any advice you'd give to your eighteen year old self today? This can be anything though. Yeah. So fitness, business, dudes. Whatever. It all works, man. (laughs) I'd say 100% 
you have to follow your gut and then you also have to not magnify the the negative things about yourself you know like we talked about before i feel like if you're only focusing on what you don't like about yourself you're not going to be able to attract the people that are going to appreciate the good things about you if you can't appreciate what you do well and what you love about yourself how can you expect somebody else to do it if you can't do it for you so i would tell my 18 year old self or if i had a kid that was 18 years old you know just always think about the good things that you do each day and when at the end of the day think about what you did that day to become better than you were the day before I dig it, man. And I think that too. Like 99% of the shit we worry about really doesn't matter. Yeah. And the one thing that was funny, like we had Nikki on a couple weeks ago and she said the same thing. She was like, I would tell myself that I am smart enough and that I can do this because like the, the amount of self-doubt I think all of us have, you know, from mm-hmm. me to you to anybody that we know in our industry, in our field, mm-hmm. like we all think sometimes like it's going to fail, it won't work, it's not going to be big enough or good enough or whatever it may be. And if you can just erase that shit because more often than not, like if you do really work hard, mm-hmm. um, it is going to pay off, which mm-hmm. is the cool thing. Yeah. Let's do number 13, best exercise people should be doing but are not. So maybe that's, it can be a strength movement, mm-hmm. trunk movement, mobility, whatever, you know, maybe one or two things you do that you don't see people doing at scale enough or just mm-hmm. one or two things that you like that you think people should do more of. Um, well, I think as far as like an overall strength training, I think is so important um like so when you go like you try to pick up some you know and i use heavy as a relative term right but you don't just go in there and pick up four pound dumbbells no 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 you yeah you got to push yourself um as far as an exercise i think stiff like deadlifts are key but you got to make sure that you're doing them in the right way um and like when you when you go is it barbell dumbbell landmine or you mix it up i mix it up okay i i really do mix it up i think it's important to mix it up to get your body to get used to how it can move in different ways and um but yeah i think i think stiff leg deadlifts are really important and uh you know especially i've noticed this that a lot of people sit at a desk every single day so they're hunched over and their back is like curved and rounded and you hear people say go to yoga and stretch and we're not trying to slam yoga or anything but when you think about how you bend in yoga your back doesn't bend at flat uh like at a straight, you don't keep your spine straight. So if you're sitting with your with your spine rounded and your back rounded all day, and then you go to yoga and you round it some more to stretch, you're just aggravating it even more. But a stiff like deadlift, you're forcing your body to hinge and to keep your spine straight and to strengthen your back muscles and your glutes and your hamstrings. Um, then you'll more often sit straighter when you're at your desk. I agree. I mean, I do think, <laughs> I, I agree, man. I, I think strength training for a lot of you guys is a huge thing. You, you should, and again, I would say this, and we talked about this before, like there's not a, a woman that can walk in here that can't pick up the heaviest fucking 106 pound kettlebell we have and at least squat it or hinge and, and deadlift it a handful of times. Yeah. It's just the reality. And not on top of that, you guys, A, the strength training, not just for musculature, but bone density. Mm-hmm. And again, as you guys age, you know, because a lot of the stuff, like we're all going to look old and wrinkly as fuck and gross one day. And that's just the game. I go, but you can hold on to a lot of these things if you build a base now. Um, and again, not to bag on yoga, even though she just did. Um, <laughs> it's cool. It has its, it has its place. I think it's a great yeah. supplement to something. I'm, I'll be all for it. Like, Go do yoga a handful of times a week, but to me, I do believe strength training has to be a hub of something that you guys are doing um, at least weekly in your training. Mm -hmm. Let's go down the list. If fitness didn't work out, what's the backup plan? So like you just, it just didn't, for whatever reason, you just, you got to get out of the fitness game. You failed, it flopped. What else could you possibly see yourself doing for a job, a career, for life? Um, A puppy farm. That's it. Huh? Not, but not like not like a puppy mill, like a puppy farm where you like take care of them and you take them in. Like a like a like a dog hotel, basically. Well, I mean, no, because I want to keep them. Oh. <laughs> but like a like. How does a, how does the puppy farm make money? I'm trying to really. This is that this way. is how it would work. Yeah. So you'd have a farm with puppies on it. I dig that. Yeah. There is nobody that can sit here and say that puppies don't make them smile and make them happy. So this would be almost like a rehab area. If you are feeling down or oh, sad, you can go to the puppy farm. I th- dude, I think there's a I think there's a place in LA that does <laughs> is there this. Really? Yeah, it's like a store. It's a business, but it's like a building or store. Yeah. And you go in and you just like hang out with the dog. Yeah, like you'd you sit there and play to, with them. Yeah, yeah. You like basically rent a dog friend for like an hour at a yeah. time. Yeah. That's actually pretty badass. Yeah, that's I what do I that. do. 
I'm down with that. I really didn't have an answer, so that's better than mine. You're going to steal that now. Let's go there. So I'm going to use that from now on. The puppy farm. Let's go uh, best vacation spot you've ever visited. Oh, man. Um, it's hard to pick one. I had a hard time, It too. really is hard. I mean, I, they're, every place is so beautiful. I, I went to Italy when I was, like, 12 or something, and I liked that because I'm Italian, so I was able to kind of see, you know, my heritage and everything like that. Um, and I, I would probably say I, I really loved Italy, really enjoyed Italy. Where'd you guys go? Do you remember? Uh, Rome. Nice. The typical places. Yeah. Um, Venice and Florence. Nice, dude. And that same in that same uh, trip, we went to France. I know that's yeah, not Italy, but we went to France, and I actually almost died there. Really? I almost drowned. Yeah, I was in a jacuzzi, and um, I, I mean, I was a kid, so I put my head underwater, and my hair got caught in the jacuzzi jet. No shit. Yeah, and I almost drowned. In a jacuzzi, <laughs> how did you get out? You just yanked it out somewhere. Um, no, actually, I had this huge like hematoma on the back of my head because it almost ripped this huge chunk of hair out of my scalp. But my dad, when I when I like was able to call somebody, the only thing sticking out of the water was my nose and my mouth, uh, luckily. And my dad uh, came and cut my hair. No shit. Yeah. That's not, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah. That's crazy. So all you guys out there trying to get fancy and sexy in a hot tub, watch your, watch your hair. I was 12. Whether you're 12 or 22 or 45, <laughs> just watch your hair. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's insane, man. I would say, like, uh, we, we went to Rome not that long ago. Uh, Rome, Sorrento, the whole Malfi Coast. Probably about my favorite, too. I basically ate pizza and drank beer um, every day, <laughs> all day, and ate gelato at night. And it was amazing. Um, I would definitely go back for sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the jacuzzi thing, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, it was, nice, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> all right, let's go. All-time favorite superhero. Oh, man. Um... <clears throat> Batman? I like that, dude. I like that a lot. Like, so when you think of Batman, like, when you think of the character, is it, like, Christian Bale Batman? That's your Batman? I don't know. I, I, Christian Bale did not do a good job with the Batman voice. Really? Yeah. It is a little strange. I mean, he's, like, I have a man crush on him, personally. Like, whether he does Batman. I would, like, just hang, I would just pay to hang out with him, because I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, for a million reasons that we won't talk about on this podcast. <laughs> but, otherwise, what is it? Michael Keaton? Or George Clooney, yeah. Val Kilmer. Or just the cartoon Batman. Ben Affleck, yeah. I dig that too. <laughs> Adam West, the original. But Batman is my favorite for sure. Yeah, I like Batman. I dig that. Let's go in a pickup game. You ever watch basketball? Yeah. You have before. Mm-hmm. LeBron or Michael Jordan? Um, LeBron. Whoa, bro, you're killing me today. I know, I'm sorry. But I just think that the things have changed since Jordan was around. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on the podcast. He is a free... I'll, I put it this way. It's... I'll put... Uh, the way I describe it to people is this. I, if I had a game for my life, I would bet on Jordan because I think Jordan would cut your throat and he'd do anything to win. That's how yeah. I describe it. I go, but if you're if we're playing at the park, just fucking around, like you mm-hmm. and me are there and we're going to play two on two and, and you pick LeBron and I pick Michael or vice versa, like you're not mad you have either one of them because right. they're so great in who they are. I just think that... Like, the different tools that there are now for training and the way that LeBron probably trained was different than how Jordan trained. Oh, dude. He like, had a lot more tools and he had a lot more, I don't know, Oh, the longevity knowledge. Of, the longevity of these guys now, what they do, is amazing. Yeah. Like, literally, like, back in the day, like, when those guys played, they'd sail till 2 a.m., drink booze, smoke cigars, and then come drop 40 points. Now it's like, these guys are in Normatec boots, like, they're drinking bone broth, <laughs> like, they have full massage guys. It's pretty amazing, like, how far yeah. we've come, but I respect that either way. Let's go number 18. Do you ever take a day off from training? Uh, I get this question a lot because I do exercise every day. I think there's a difference between exercising and training, and I try to... Um, like your, Let's do this way. Your yeah. normal week. Like So your week starts on right. Sunday. That's how mine starts. What does a normal week look like in terms of like, okay, I'm, I'm training, here's on my program, or mm-hmm. I'm just going through movement prep, mobility, just to get right. a sweat and move? What does it look like? So I do um, basically like three training days where I'm really like pushing myself. So I have like an upper body day, a lower body day, and then a, it's like a challenge day. So it's like a full body, push yourself, 
you know, in different kinds of ways. Sometimes it's strength, sometimes it's muscular endurance. It's just always, always different. The challenges, the other days are more mobility, movement, exercise. So like um, like Sunday, you do like upper, maybe Tuesday, lower, and then like, or so Sunday, upper, maybe Monday, lower, and then like the a next A few day. full body days, and then at the end of the week, I'll do like a, the challenge. Nice. Yeah. And uh, like how long are you in there for? 30 minutes, 45 minutes, three hours? What's the... It depends. It depends on the type of workout that I'm doing. Um, Not counting like, hey, I have to film this for the internet. But right. Like my workout well, takes... Like an X. hour. Okay. I dig that. Yeah. And that includes like you do some mobility before or after whatever. And then like do you mix in your aerobic stuff with the strength stuff? You do them separate together? No, I do. Everything is um, together. So all the aerobic and all the cardio is, is mixed in with the strength training. Nice, dude. Yeah. I take that. So you're not spending four hours a day in the gym? No, 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 no. <laughs> so for all my people out there who think they have to dedicate hours and hours and hours every single day to fitness, you do not. If you guys are just precise with your time and you use it wisely, you will be okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. Favorite cheat meal? French fries. Nice. From Five Guys or is there another place you like? I, I pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Five Guys does have really great fries. I don't go get them that often uh, from there, but anytime I go to a restaurant, if there's French fries on the menu, I have to try them. I really like uh, yuca fries. Have you ever had yuca fries? I have with BJ. Uh, actually, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, we had them there, and then actually Tommy Bahamas has them. Do they? I've never they been. Do. I heard it's good. They're good for the yuca fries. I need to check it out. Because right now, it's right, what, right here, down the street? At uh, Carolyn, yeah. yeah. But I, I really do love all kinds of fries. Like, I love sweet potato fries, waffle fries. So do I. I uh, like, Zen Burger like, has um, green chili fries. I need to try that. I even like They're tater so tots. Yeah, I had tater tots last night. Like, my, uh, my mom made them for me. <laughs> what's, uh, I respect that. Thank you, Mom. What's uh, uh, Rehab Burger? Rehab Burger has. I haven't been there. They sweet potato tots. They're pretty yeah. good. And their burgers are good, too. Hmm. Nice, man. What's yeah. your favorite restaurant here in Scottsdale? Um, oh, or like one or two of them. It depends. I mean, people always ask, Jimmy, what's your favorite restaurant in Scottsdale? I do have a favorite. I go, but I'm pretty basic. But again, if you want, you yeah. know, sushi or Italian or like there's so many. Yeah. It's so culinary here now. Um, <clears throat> my favorite used to be True Food. I feel like it's changed a lot. It's not Fox anymore. No, I feel it. Yeah. It's no offense. Like it's kind of some of it su- sucks. Right. Yeah. They it just does. Like the tacos like aren't mm-hmm. as good. And no offense, you guys. It's, and the pizza's not as good. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. But I love their vegetable crudite, which is basic. It's, it's just raw vegetables. But it's huge, though. Yeah, it it's, out, it's, it's giant. Um, a few of them. So I love the Henry. I love... I do like the um, to, Have you been to Takaya? It just opened. Uh-uh. Where's that? It's uh, in Kiriland. What is it? It's like... Um, you know how sauces where you go up and you order your food? Yeah. It's like that style, but it's Mexican food. My wife sent it to me. And yeah. She's like, we should go here. It looks cool. They have uh, Mexican cauliflower rice. I have to try that. That's good. It looks good, man. It's really good. So that place is good. Um, where else do I like to go? I like Oban, and I like... Um, 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 I like... Ooh, you know what I really like? I really like El Choro because they bring you sticky buns as your house bread. Yes, El Toro is dope. <laughs> and the view is great if you sit outside like, yeah. of Camelback. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Thanks, dude. So let's do this. Since we have time. We'll go down. Uh, let me do these two. Uh, your normal eating day, if you want to share it with people. I don't, I don't care about the numbers, whatever it is. But like on a normal day, what do you eat? Two meals, three meals, four meals? And three what meals it? and two snacks. And what's it like? Uh, like run me down a normal day if you want. I mean, it's, it's always different. I actually have my entire like what I eat every day from Monday through Friday on my program. Um, with all the recipes and the macro breakdowns and everything like that. But it's anywhere from um, the snacks are typically like some fresh vegetables and nuts and things like that. Um, and then breakfast can be anything from um, like uh, like a egg omelet thing or like sometimes a protein shake. It just kind of depends. Um, sometimes I do wraps. I make these really good. I'm like obsessed with them, but they're like... Um, Pizza tortillas. You take like a tortilla and you make a pizza on it. It's so good. I dig that. It's nice. really good. <laughs> and so you eat all the normal stuff like chicken, beef, steak, or just fish, chicken, eggs? What do you go with? I'm vegetarian. Really? So it's yeah. what is that? Fish and eggs? I don't know. No. There's, so many fucking, no. there's so many fucking rules, dude. No, like eggs. So vegans don't eat, like some, like really strict vegans. But they'll eat like frosted flakes and shit. Well, I don't know. I don't, about eat, that. I don't eat meat, but I'll eat frosted flakes. I'm made this vegetarians. Vegans won't eat honey. 
because it comes from a bee. But vegetarians will eat vegetarians will eat anything as long as it's not it wasn't alive at one point. So, like, so cheese and eggs and milk is fine for vegetarians. And yeah, did I say eggs? Yeah, I said yeah. eggs. Yeah. Dairy products are cool. Yeah. yeah. No fish. Fish is fine. Fish I mean, is fun. Is that I mean, it's fine, right? Even though it's been alive, it's that's fish, a pescatarian. Man, there's so many. I can't even keep track. Anymore Pescatarians of eat only fish. So eggs, basically. So your main protein source is typically eggs. Eggs, some like I'll do collagen protein, um, but yeah, and eggs, dairy black products. beans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Chickpeas. There's chickpea so pasta, banza pasta is so good. Is it? Yeah, it's made from chickpeas. So your normal diet, is it like, you have a breakdown, is like you typically eat proteins, fats, and then the carbs kind of fit around the workouts, or you just kind of eat, you know, I know you have like a macro breakdown for your people, but right. on average, you just eat till you're full, essentially, and you're just conscious of, you know, the numbers that are going in, or do you still track the macros every single day? I, I have I, the macro. I don't track them anymore. I, I have a, I mean, when you're in fitness, you have a good idea of like what the macros are in the foods that you eat, yeah. right? Like, you know... I, I eat twice a day and it's the right. same shit. So, like, I roughly know within the gram. I don't actually plug yeah. it in my fitness pal, but we know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I have a... I, I know what I'm eating. And, I, like, that's what I encourage people to do is, like, be more aware of what you're eating. Like, when you're eating something, like, while you're sitting there eating, look at the nutritional facts so you know what you're doing to yourself. And I would say, too, to your body. if you guys have never logged it before, I would say for surely do that, yeah. at least to start. Because sometimes you guys don't even understand... You know what's what a banana is yeah. in comparison to other things, and sometimes people say, "Oh, I had no idea this was this," which is kind of mind blowing to me. So, yeah. um, interesting. Any mm-hmm. any vices you have? Sugar, booze, salty stuff, anything like that? Like the thing that you could pig out on that you you try to avoid or, or stay away from? Um, I love chocolate chips, dark chocolate chips, so much. <laughs> That's not terrible, though. That's not terrible. I don't know. I mean, if I you, could, eat, it, I mean, if you I eat, could ship, eat a whole bag of I mean, chocolate yeah. chips. I guess if you eat a whole bag, it's not, it's not probably ideal. <laughs> I dig that. They're so good. <laughs> nice, dude. Um, let's go number 20 down the list. Uh, greatest movie of all time or your favorite movie? Um, you know, I really, really love comedies. Um, any movie with Vince Vaughn, I love it. But as far as, like, greatest movies that I could watch a zillion times would be um, Molly's Game. And I could watch Blindside a million times and um, Wedding Crashers. I can do that. I've never seen it. Heather said Molly's Game was good. I haven't it's seen it so, so I could watch that every single day. It's so good. And I'm not going to sit and cry at my house no. watching Blindside, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Um, but Wedding Crashers I can get down with for sure. And Bridesmaids. That's a funny movie. That's a great movie too. That's where she takes a dump right in the middle of the street, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember. <laughs> I dig all those. Uh, let's do this. Number 21. Um, one thing you would tell like the novice person starting out. So maybe this this could be, you know, this is a real life answer. So yeah. people who are listening, they say, hey, you know, I like Alexia's shit. I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to join her program, blah, blah, blah. And, but again, who doesn't have a base belt. They weren't an athlete. They've never really had a coach in person or work with anybody. They understand movement basically like what they see, but they don't really know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's eating tip or something you would give to, to someone who's just getting into fitness because they want to look better, move better, feel better. What mm-hmm. would you say? I would tell them, you know, everybody has a day one. Um, You should never get discouraged that you've never touched a weight before and that you've never done any of this before. And don't be afraid to ask for help. There's always going to be people out there to help you. And I would say you should find a community, find a friend that is going to keep you accountable and encourage you and, um, you know, make sure that they're there every step of the way. I dig that. All all good stuff. I mean... Hit the nail on the head. I'm going to roll with that one. Uh, let's do this. Uh, on the same note, because there's a lot of fitness people, and I'll get to the couple questions we got from Instagram here before I let you go. We get a lot of people who, and we get this all the time, like, you know, how do I, and these are fitness people, so we probably have, I would say, a handful, a thousand of them who are listening um, to the podcast when we bring other people on. Like, in terms of, hey, they want to build this, you know, social media following, or they want to build a brand on the internet, or in person, or wherever it may be. Um, and I think sometimes people think it's much easier than it, than it really is or the work that goes into it. And the one thing that sticks out to me is I remember when I think you were there, and this is before Kevin Curry is like really mm-hmm. Kevin Curry, mm-hmm. Fitman Cook for you guys on the internet. Um, and Kevin is super fucking talented and he's an amazing dude. But I remember he, this is back when Instagram, because I'm old now, is only 15 seconds before they went to the minute rips. And it said he took him basically a whole fucking day to do like a 15 second post in terms of his recipe and his diet and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the question I'm, I'm getting at is, 
what advice would you give to somebody, maybe they're a coach, they're a trainer, and they want to build a personal brand around themselves on the internet of the world, you know, two or three tips or three things that, you know, maybe they don't know or two things that, you know, I think they think it's going to be easier or quicker than it's going to be. I would say don't try to be like somebody else. Don't look at somebody on Instagram and say, I want to be just like that person because you're not going to be original. Uh, know what your message that you're trying to send and what you're trying to tell people. Like, identify what that is. If you're just posting on Instagram because you want to be Instagram famous, then just, <laughs> I would just say stop right now because you have to have a message. Like, you have to be wanting to make a difference out there in some sort of way. Find out what that is and also, um, you know, don't worry about the numbers. Like, when I was doing this, I never was doing it to get followers. I never, ever, ever in a million years thought that I would have the Instagram following that I have. I just did what I did because I had something that I wanted to share and I wanted to share it with as many people as I could, but I wasn't on there to be, you know, Insta famous. Two things on that. One, yeah. do people try to copy your shit? Yeah. Because I do, I do see them. I don't share it with you, but I do see them. I'm not gonna. I won't say anybody's name on here, and that's fine. If uh, that's I guess, not why I was saying that. Like, no, but I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm, I'm diving in because it is a form of flattery when people do try to bite all your shit, and I don't really care. Like we preface it by if you do stuff, tag us in it, which is cool. But if you literally take the same, and again, we're not creating anything new here. Like all these movements have existed before us, and whatever we might chop them up and serve them and put them a different way. But if you actually take the exact same thing. And like, I'm not, I don't really wear cute outfits like you do, but then they wear similar outfits and then they post it. That's kind of like biting all your shit. It's kind of an <laughs> asshole move. And again, it's fine if you say, hey, I stole this from here or I brought it from here, then that's cool. But people, it's like citing your sources, I guess, like in terms of school. Well, I just think it's, you know, you're, you're putting something out there, but you don't really know like the meaning behind it. You know, I mean, you got to know there's, I mean, there's a reason why I put the exercises out and the sets out that I do. Like, I think that they're good sets. There's reasons behind them. I don't, I'm not just filming something and saying like, oh, wow, this looks really, you know, cool. Fancy so for the internet. Yeah, yeah you know. It. And the second note, have you seen the, I haven't watched it yet. My young kid just watched their day. The, it's like meme on, <laughs> on Netflix, mm -hmm. like where they go through and they're talking about just Instagram influencers. It's like Paris Hilton's on there. Yeah. Uh, the fat Jewish guy. Yeah. Like, that's his real name, you guys. I'm not like calling him that. Like that's his real name on there. He's actually super smart. Like he yeah. has, a, I think it's like a wine company on the back end. Yeah. But he's watching and these people are like, and I think Skrillex is on there too. Uh huh. Like they say it's pretty mind blowing. Like how they're just basically what you're saying is like they're getting into it for some time. Oh, is it called the American Meme? Is that on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, seen it. it. Jamie saw it. How is it? It's gnarly, right? One is called like the Slut Whisperer or something. The Skrillex is that, yeah. And it's basically he's like super depressed about his life and stuff. And anyway, the point is like for you guys, if this is meant to help people, like when we do stuff, especially on our platforms, I'm not creating it so I can see myself with the shirt off. That's the last fucking thing I need to see. I know what kind of shape I'm in. I could care less about it. I go, but I understand it gets larger distribution when we do do that. But we're sharing it to help you guys do different things that we find are applicable to us in terms of getting ourselves fit, our athletes fit, our clients fit, and helping you guys as well. And if you're going to do that, I would say the same thing, like know your audience for one. And every time you post something, this is my opinion, what value is it providing and what mm -hmm. is it helping? Now I get we can do stuff that shows my life, you know, me sharing me and my dog hanging out probably doesn't provide you a lot of fucking value, but hopefully you smile because dogs are awesome. But short of that, you know, like we do these things to give you guys something. Here's how we eat, here's how we train, here's how we live life, and hopefully you guys could do the same thing. But I do think authenticity, like she said, is uh is a huge part of it too. Yeah. Next one. Uh, let me do these ones. Because I got this question off of Instagram as well. Yeah. When you work out in your videos, some girl's saying you do not sweat in the videos. <laughs> and she's wondering how the hell that's possible because she says when she does the videos, she does sweat as she's going through things. So how do you not? I do sweat. I, I sweat a lot. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of the reason that I don't sweat is because I film my stuff after my workout. So um, I, I live in Arizona. It's extremely dry here. So I dry really quickly. Um, so, you know, that's why. It's the reality, yeah. We have to, <laughs> you, have to, you have to game it a little bit. Like you can't possibly film, you know, if you're sharing, you know, I don't know how much, how much do you post a day now? Two, I three post times? three times a day, yeah. So if you're posting three times a day, what are they, two of them workouts? One of them workouts? Uh, two. So if you're doing two workouts, typically you didn't do those both in the same day probably. Right. So like they're going to be from, we have to game the system a little bit is what we're saying. Mm -hmm. 
Easy enough, man. I dig that. Um, so these guys, uh, where can these guys all find you if they're like, yeah, I like what she's saying. She doesn't sound too crazy. Where, like the website, Instagram, yeah. all, the, all the tags. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Alexia underscore Clark. Uh, or you can go to my website at www.alexia-clark.com. You can find me there. And for your stuff. So if I'm a person and, and I see you doing all this fancy shit on the internet um, that I can't do, um, is it for everybody? So when they join the program, like, is it just, is it is the exact stuff that you do there or is there like a regression or a breakdown for it? Or what can they expect like when they mm-hmm. log on and come in? Any level can do uh, these workouts. I've modified every single exercise for, um, you know, no matter what level you are. Uh, I've regressed it. I've progressed it. If you're super advanced, you can do it. You can make it harder. You can make it easier. When you go on to my program, um, I've made it so any whatever your lifestyle may be, these workouts can work for you. Uh, you get the home workout version. You get a gym workout version. There's travel workouts on the program. There's 20 to 30 minute versions. There's 50 to 60 minute versions. And there's also a meal plan all included in the Queen Team program. Nice, dude. I take that. And I guess the last thing, anything else you're working on right now that's coming out in the future? Anything you're busy doing, traveling, whether it's here or you're just kind mm-hmm. of doing your thing? I have a lot of exciting things I'm working on, but I just, I just can't share, you can't them, share yet. them yet. That's cool. <laughs> I dig that, man. Uh, anything else to the people before you leave? Like maybe one message for anybody who, whether they're, you know, a lot of people are on the fence about a lot of stuff. And sometimes they see mm-hmm. things, it might be you, for example. And again, Alexia's a unicorn, you guys. I'm not saying, like, you know, go out and be her. And you see the stuff, like, holy shit, she's doing this stuff, and she looks like this, and her outfit, and I look like a hot mess. Well, of course, like, it's the internet. Like, when you work out at 5 a.m., you're going to look like a bag of shit. And I do all the time. But for those people who are on the fence, it's just the truth. Uh, for those people who are on the fence, you know, like, maybe they're they're not sure if they, they should get into fitness yet. or You know, and here's what we hear. A lot of people will message me and say, hey, Jeremy, I really want to come in because we have a brick and mortar building to you guys as well as the internet. And they'll say, hey, I really want to come in and train with you, but I'm not in shape yet. And which baffles me because that's what the fuck we do. We help people get fit. It's not like we take super fit people and make them like freak shows. We literally take people who aren't doing anything and help them be fit. So what I'm asking is, what advice would you give to somebody who's maybe thinking about it? Like, "Ah, I'm not sure I should start. I'm not sure if I'm fit enough or I don't really even know where to begin. No, you should absolutely, you know, go for it. What the worst case that can happen is what you'll be exactly where you are now. So you might as well try it. You might as well go for it because when you start, whatever you start, no matter if you're, if you want to learn how to play the piano or if you want to learn, you know, I don't know, if you want to go to college or something, you're not going to be perfect at something from day one. It's going to take time and you have to start somewhere. So you might as well start on your day one, wherever you start at. (laughs) I dig it, man. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, I appreciate Alexia. Thank you for stopping by. This Thanks. was amazing. And you guys, if you don't already, follow her on Instagram. If you love the shit that we put out, obviously, she's pumping out a ton of stuff every single day. And, and I've seen it, you know, from her from basically from the start till now. It's a ton of work that goes into it. Yeah, she's super fit and all that. But I'm like, the amount of work that goes into it. There's a lot of super fit fucking people on the internet. There just really is. But not many people, especially on the Instagram platform, well, video is, I mean, it's exhausting. I can't even watch all her shit. It's exhausting <laughs> to watch, not just the main feed stuff, but the amount of story content she puts out and walks you guys through it. And it's 100% free. So if nothing else, um, it'll give you guys a handful of ideas. And sometimes it's nice to you know, be motivated by some other you know, outside source. So if you guys are not on there already, look it up on Instagram, hit it up. Any questions you guys have for her, you can shoot over to her website or Instagram or send them to us. And if we can, we'll relay them to her as well. So if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. I would truly appreciate it. And if you think this can help anybody at all, please share it with them because the casket effect that you guys have by sharing information like this goes far beyond your reach can ever imagine. So until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.